Welcome to episode 128 of the Design Details Podcast. I'm Bryn Jackson. And I'm Brian Levin. Today we talked to Ben Mingo and Al Ingram. They're both designers at Wayno, one of our favorite agencies. We get to talk about their work, their background, making the journey out here to San Francisco, some of the things going on at Wayno, super fun, and two people that we love seeing every Friday at the Wayno Happy Hour. They're super chill. We we got to know them over the past few months, and it was really exciting to have them on, especially because we've been asked a lot to have younger designers on the show, people who haven't been in the industry for forever. So uh, these are two of those people, and it was pretty rad. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you did, be sure to let us know on Twitter. We're at Design Details FM on Twitter, or hit us up on our Slack team, spec.fm slash Slack. And of course, if you're feeling super nice, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, those reviews help us move up the charts, helps new people find the show. And we love reading the reviews with criticism and critique and feedback and comments. And it's all very good. So thank you to everyone who's done that. And if you haven't, uh, we'd love to see a review on iTunes. That helps so much. Of course, before we get into the show, we have two sponsors that made this episode possible. First up, Dropbox. Hey. Hey. Dropbox is the simplest way to work the way you want with any tool, with any project, with any whatever. You can just do the things you want to do, store them in Dropbox, like just save them to your computer into a specific folder and they're synced to the cloud, they're backed up for you, they're synced to all your devices, they'll cross over to whatever platform you need them on. It's really awesome. So whether you're sketching, coding, prototyping, podcasting, what else, Brian? What else would you use Dropbox for? Everything. Everything on your computer synced to the cloud across all of your devices. So if one thing blows up, doesn't matter. Uh, if you don't have one device on you, doesn't matter. All your files are in the cloud, synced, secure, safe. Love it. With version control. Yes. Previous versions are amazing. Like you said, it works with any kind of file, so you're free to choose, choose the tools you need for every project. And when you're ready for feedback, you can send large files to anyone fast just by sending them a link. You can just copy a link to your clipboard, send that to people. They can see a preview on the web with comments right in line so they can actually share feedback without having to download anything. It's just all right there. It's super awesome. It's a prerequisite to working on a computer, and it makes your life as a designer a hell of a lot easier. You should check them out at dropbox.com. Thanks so much to Dropbox for sponsoring the episode. And our second sponsor back again is FreshBooks. FreshBooks is the ridiculously easy to use tool, software, suite of apps that make your life as a designer, as a freelancer, as someone who's running a business, super easy and incredibly powerful. Uh, they have a ton of really amazing products and features like expense tracking, time tracking, automated reports, recurring billing, invoice creation tools, handling online payments, uh, client reminders for when they don't pay you. Chasing is huge. It's yes. so, so helpful whenever you're trying to invoice someone online. I used FreshBooks back in college when I was freelancing and it made it incredibly easy to map the time that you're spending designing to the dollars that you're earning from clients and you can start to track your cash flow, where you're earning your most uh, money for time spent. You get to follow up with all of your clients uh, in really, really easy invoicing tools. It just makes working easier. It makes managing your finance easier. And I can't recommend it enough. To learn more, go to freshbooks.com slash design details. And then in the how did you hear about us section, say design details. That'll tell them that we sent you and it'll get you a free month of FreshBooks. Again, make your life as a designer, freelancer, business owner easy and make more money. Go to freshbooks.com slash design details and tell them that design details sent you. Thanks so much to FreshBooks. Let's get into episode 128 with Al Ingram and Ben Mingo. Take it away, Al. Oh, man. Where do I start? 
Pixel Pusher 91. <laughs> on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. On Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't follow me on Facebook. Pixel Pusher 91. 91. Are you happy More with like that? like follow Pusher 91. Follow? Why would you not be happy with that? Yeah, yeah, well, I, don't I don't know. know. I like my handle. You ever, you ever wish you'd just chosen something a little closer to your name? No. Because you no, know, actually, like a loaded question actually, over there. The other day I was like, damn. Why didn't I just pick Al? Oh, yeah, because it's taken. Uh, oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> right? But was Pixel Pusher also taken? And you had to add on the... Man, yes, it was. I, so when I first <laughs> I was like, even searching for you on Twitter... There's so many of them. I, I was searching be for A1 Tariq. Oh, yeah. Wait, you're talking about Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, that's that your was, name like, on one of the Facebook? first usernames I saw. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, I should find Al. Like, yeah. A one three. Nope, that's not him. Because that's for me. That's more personal. So I don't. I don't want like you know work life getting into it. Yeah. So I try to like disguise it. A <laughs> one. <laughs> I should have did a better job, huh? You anyway, found me at least. Anyway, All right. <laughs> you can keep going I, I on your you, intro. I think we hijacked it. This is good. You're a pixel pusher. Pixel pusher ninety one. Tell us a little about yourself. Oh, Introduce man. yourself. Yeah. My name's Al, for short. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I'm from New Jersey. I started designing in, what, 2010-ish, kind of? Like, I went to school. I won't say what college, because it sucked. Rutgers? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe close to Rutgers. Okay. No. I don't know. It's close to Rutgers. Yeah. You have to go to Jersey and find out, man. What are you working on now? Pixel Pusher. Pixel. I'm pushing pixels, man. Nice. That's what I'm working 91 on. 91 of them. 90. No, now it's a little bit more than 91. Way more than that. <laughs> You've upgraded. <laughs> Change your handle. Change that handle. <laughs> Damn. Pixel Pusher, 20 billion. 20 billion. 91 billion. <laughs> there you go. Um, no. Uh, I'm working on a few projects that can't really talk about <laughs> classic yeah you know how it is <laughs> where are you working on projects at, at? pixel pusher 91 <laughs> uh, we discussed this no at winnow at winnow yes at winnow 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 hey, some ben. cool stuff hey school st- stuff is going on mingo there. with us yeah <laughs> uh i'm ben mingo uh designer at winnow winnow we know we know. What are you working on, Ben? I'm working on trying to be a better designer at Wayno with Al and some pretty incredible people. And then also Dan Petty. And also, yeah, he's one of those people. The team's been growing like crazy. Yeah. It What's has. that like? Because you've all been there for a little while. Almost a year. Almost a year, yeah. Um, Did you guys both join at the same time? Yep. Well, I ben, think Al was there. Yeah, I was like there first. Two weeks. Before me. Two weeks. like that. Um, You're like July 15th, right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. July um, 1st. Definitely. We're I think like it's been... Blood Brothers now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's been pretty crazy to see the team grow. I'm like uh, kind of blown away by everyone that's like been joining and it like totally makes me feel like, oh my God, like what am I doing here? Yeah, there's a lot of talent there and... You don't just sit there and be like, ha, I was here before you. I get my say... <laughs> 
You don't. Seniority rules. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, it's I've been here longer, so I called shotgun. I, yeah. <laughs> it, yep. That's uh, kind of how it goes in the office. Dan, go get me coffee. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I should try that and see what happens. <laughs> he'd probably see, go see do happens. it just because he'd want to do it. Yeah, no. he's so nice. He's like, I'll go boost down there. He, yeah, totally would to like the furthest blue bottle. And <laughs> I was like, why don't you come to me for coffee? You love back, doing that. Have an entire vlog episode about it. <laughs> Beat, yeah. Where are you from, Ben Mingo? I'm from Salt Lake City, born and raised until a year ago. You all moved out to San Francisco at the same time. From different locations. From different locations. From different locations. How's yeah. it been going? What's it like? It's cool. I like it. No snow. Like New Jersey snow is like a different kind of snow too. Mm, definitely is, man. It's you don't want to do it. You're right. I don't. You don't want to do it. It sounds like I like barely missed you when you first came to interview at Bueno. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, sucks. And then I finally got to meet you at the medium offices. Yep. So you very quickly moved from like I'm just coming to visit. It's gonna be really cool uh-huh. to being like in the middle of everything. Right that's one of the coolest things that happened like just a year ago i was like looking at san francisco on the internet and through design details like oh man all these people are so cool like i wish i could be there and then like a few months later like boom if you had a similar experience ben um i think yeah it's definitely been pretty surreal like uh kind of like i was saying it's like i'd like listened to this podcast before and was like first time meeting you guys it was like this weird kind of like um like whoa design details people and like that's kind of happened uh, like with dan petty and everyone has that effect just because brian's so tall mm-hmm. yeah it, it may have been that but um i heard so many comments from people about that vlog video <laughs> like brian is like seven feet tall what's wrong with him <laughs> what's wrong with him people said what's wrong with you he looks like he has structural integrity issues Wind is probably a problem. Cow. SF zoning laws don't permit that tall people. <laughs> so Who is saying that stuff? Rude, man. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Those fisheye lenses, man. But <laughs> that's true. But anyways, what was that like? So you came out, met everyone, realized everyone's just a, a normal person struggling. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like you kind of build these people up in your minds so much and then um actually meeting them and you're like oh yeah they're just normal people who have issues and like have lives outside of work and like to just hang out and are actually really approachable um has been like one of the kind of coolest things about moving to san francisco just like the amount of people that are uh accessible here and like the talent is like i think it's absolutely insane um i think there's kind of that's like the worky kind of uh aspect to it but just being in California is like so much fun. Um, just being in a like new city from Salt Lake City is a pretty small city. There's, mm-hmm. uh, I think it it's I mean it's super fun, really outdoors. But spending 24 years there uh, kind of grows old a little bit. So like moving, it's like oh holy shit, there's like a whole world out there, and just being able to explore the city and kind of uh, get out to the things um, around the city is like is amazing um i've realized i need to get a car um i think like i've kind of don't you do moved it to city don't need to get a car it. i moved here and i was like i'm not going to bring my car it's a city like it'll be a hassle mm-hmm. whatever um true and i think it's been it pretty good because i haven't had to worry about a car and i've had like a new city to explore mm-hmm. um, which has kind of kept me really entertained for like a long time but i think right like now i'm kind of like 
getting into the feel of things and I'm like, okay, cool. Like now I want a car to just get the hell out of here on my weekends and like go do something else. I that's actually what our that, car is for is getting out of town. Is getting out. That's I think what everyone's yeah. car is for. Yeah. Like, I have a car I've never met a person that's like, I drive to work every day. I do. Do you? <laughs> Motorcycle. Nerd. Well, that doesn't count. It's so much faster than everything else. Oh my God. The yeah, thing that's but, crazy to me is if you didn't have a car between parking car insurance maintenance and upkeep you could basically save money by ubering everywhere using get around zip car whatever it is for your weekend trips it'd probably be cheaper yeah probably <laughs> food for thought yeah thank you <laughs> you're um, welcome what's been the hardest part about being here or something that surprised you that, that you didn't really expect oh me everyone's looking at Ooh. me all right i think the hardest part was well is uh being far away from family and friends well i got new friends now but new oh, friends <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you need a car um i've been thinking about it i've been thinking about it uh i was looking into zip car get around i definitely don't want to buy a car because yeah. i think i'm probably going to use it like once or twice a month which is dumb <laughs> <laughs> I How mean, do you usually get around? everything's close in San Francisco, man. <laughs> yeah. Seven by so seven, yes. right? Yeah. We do. Um, I feel like, the opposite. What? My understanding of time and space has changed since I've been here. If something's a mile away, I'm like, no way. I will not. I don't want to drive there. Don't want to go there. Don't want to take the time. Oh, you just straight it's up It's like a reverse wormhole. It gets further away. Time dilates. No, seriously. It takes you three like, hours to get there. Oh, you want to go to the beach? It's only six miles away. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Oh. It's oh, a 40-minute drive <laughs> to go six miles. It's the worst. Jeez. You Maybe I'm jaded, super negative. my friend. Yeah. You wouldn't drive 40 minutes for a beach? I mean, I do. It is a beach. You do. Yeah. I do. You do do it. Okay. Yeah. It's a beach, man. Come on. What's been the most surprising thing for you, Mingo? Um. So I thought that like moving to a new city would kind of be like this big kind of moment where like things change and it's like everything is different and it's just kind of like oh life just kind of goes on and it's nothing has been like oh whoa that's like you know insane or like i've deeply changed or any anything like that um which was something that i was kind of expecting like moving uh like completely kind of uprooting and moving to a new city but it's weird how it's just like oh life just kind of you just kind of fall into place and like keep on day by day doing things which was yeah something i like wasn't expecting um i think it's also like i was surprised how heavily like tech san francisco is like i knew it, it was pervades everything yeah i knew that it was obviously um very prominent in the design culture and kind of like everything but i thought that there'd be kind of other avenues of um, kind of like arts and stuff like this. And it's, it was just like, holy shit, this is like absolutely everything kind of re revolves around that. And like maybe like a tiny bit of like kind of finance, but it's like very monocultured out here, which is something I was like, whoa, this is I definitely feel a little that bit different. If I go north and like the downtown and everything, you, you see a lot of other stuff, I guess, but yeah yeah and maybe oh, it's just yeah. like working in it it was like oh my gosh like i yeah it's it's, it's everything i touch totally. and like around my life yep. is like kind of tech focused mm -hmm. um 
yeah, which is different and I did, did not expect it being that extreme. Yeah. Has that been good or bad? Because that's partially one of the reasons I wanted to move out here is I wanted mm-hmm. to be around sort of the cutting edge. That's exactly I wanted to, the same. Yeah. I wanted to be around people who think about this kind of stuff. Now it's been almost two years and kind of want to feel my way towards the edges a little bit, right? Like maybe get outside of tech occasionally when possible and and uh get some (laughs) different perspectives would probably be healthy is that like a grass is always greener kind of thing or uh probably are you still like the side of the fence i still love the side i think in general in life moderation is better than non-moderation so it would probably be good to moderate the influences around me but with some non-tech stuff Mm, yes moderately i think like it reminds me of like the ideo t-shaped person and i think it's really beneficial is that an idea thing yeah well is i don't it? know if I've originally it is. person a bajillion times i just yeah i've heard them bring it up a lot i don't know if they okay. like originated it or uh what the origin story of that is but regardless um i think like being saturated in tech is beneficial and it does give you that depth but mm-hmm. i think it's really important to kind of have that breadth of like um of knowledge um and that's something that is hard in san francisco to kind of be able to flex those kind of muscles of things beyond tech because it is a lot harder to find and i think you do have to kind of actively try to um kind of engage that that's interesting interesting. we hear t-shaped person about being in design yeah yeah, the t-shaped person within design we don't hear about outside of design so i never thought about it that way do you all buy into the t-shaped person design being like the the vertical yeah i hadn't chunk. thought of it either because i feel like it just depends on the scale that you're looking at the person in life we're mm. all pretty bad at most things right oh uh, definitely uh but Speak within design yourself. you're probably <laughs> you're probably really good at a few things right and that's where the t comes in yeah i mean yeah i think like you can take that in life and in design too um i think like designing for tech is kind of a different experience than designing for print and stuff. And I think Mm -hmm. it's interesting, like, again, having that breath, it's like, I want to be kind of a creative person that has that breath of, um, kind of knowing a little bit of everything, but, um, definitely having that one depth of focus again, which San Francisco is super beneficial, giving you kind of, uh, a lot of people who have a lot of knowledge about that specific thing is incredible for that. Do you subscribe to the T-shaped person? Al? Mm, I don't know. Gung ho on everything. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just I don't keep know. pushing pixels and <laughs> and make my way through the world. So, did Wayno reach out to to you? Did you reach out to Wayno? How did this whole thing happen? And you guys ended up getting pulled to to San Francisco to Wayno. 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 I reached out. Wayno. Seen the count on Dribble posted like, "Hey, we're hiring." I forget what shot it was, but it was something cool. I was like, oh, this is nice. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> look, they're, hi- pretty oh, good. <laughs> they're hiring in New York. And I S- could push those pixels 91. <laughs> <laughs> 91% sure I can do this. <laughs> uh, and they were like, we're hiring in New York and San Francisco. And I'm like, oh, okay. New York is like right there. I'm just apply. It probably never hit me up. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So I applied and like the next day, Howie was like, hey, want to do a video chat? I'm like, what the fuck? that quick i'm like all right yeah sure like all right cool so um we did the video chat and he was like oh yeah show me some work whatever i showed him some pixels i was pushing um (laughs) as one does when they are a (laughs) pixel pusher 91 (laughs) 
and he was like, oh, yeah. Um, I The whole time I'm thinking like, oh, I'm in New Jersey. I'm going to work in New York office for sure. And he was like, um, so you want to work in the San Francisco office? I'm like, what? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I would move to California. Who would who would say no to that? Um, so I uh, went out to San Francisco for like a week trial and then um, loved it. Seemed like a great fit. Worked on a cool ass project. Well, the first week I was there, I'm like, holy shit. Am I even qualified for this shit? What the fuck? And as soon as I landed back in New Jersey, he was like, hey, we like you. We want to, you want you to work in San Francisco with us. I'm like, what the fuck? Mind blown. I got drunk as fuck that light. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, Howie. <laughs> Why no? Why no? I like that. Tell me a little bit more about what that was like. Cause you, you went there for one week to do a trial. Yeah. Were you nervous? Was there pressure? What was that like? <laughs> you want the truth? Yeah. <laughs> no, could you lie? Yeah, I'm going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, when I first, when you told me that I was going to work in San Francisco for a week, I'm like, no, this can't be real. They're going to chop me up and sell all my organs. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> And uh, I was so nervous. I'm like so paranoid. Um, you're highly so stoic. You're just like uh, <laughs> serial killer <laughs> or designer. I yeah, I'm like this doesn't happen to me. Like what's going on here? And then uh, yeah, so the hiring process is uh, pronounce it right. <laughs> usually, everyone comes out for a trial period, so we don't just like do an interview in person and. We're like, oh, yeah, we like you. It's more like you have to come in and work with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. And when I went there, it was like, I think I probably only worked with, Car- I want to say Carolyn, but I'm not even sure if Carolyn was there that time. So it was like basically nobody that's on the team now. It was just Carolyn like. Carolyn was the first hire, she said. Yeah, but I don't think she was in the office that oh, week I was got working. It. Got it. Um, And it was just like two other freelancers working and i'm like damn man this is seemed like they're doing some cool things they're working with some cool projects but no one's here like what the heck but it was cool i was working a cool project and got some stuff done and everyone seemed pretty dope um and i'm like california is beautiful some amazing views i'm like yo i have to live here even if they don't hire me like i have to come back here (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um they end up working out the trial period seems like a really good system to me. I like it. A week feels very short. I uh, feel like that it's a lot of pressure on five days to demonstrate your ability to solve problems and move shit to push pixels to demonstrate your ability to communicate. Like there's a lot you'd have to pack into that. What's that like? One week. Honestly, I was kind of nervous. I'm like, oh man. Are they going to give me enough work to show that, you know, I can handle this? Is it, are, Am I going to fuck it all up because I'm so nervous? But um, I don't know. I kind of just, like, took the work as it came and, like, just did what I could do and it just kind of just worked out. Did Hallie sort of coach you at all through that process or give you feedback no. as you went? Nope. Really? Yeah, okay. I was working with another freelance freelancer. And she just told me what she wanted. Like, I like, all right. And I was in a meeting with um, uh, the client at the time. And we just like, you know, it's regular. Hey, we need this, this, and this, and this. 
And we're just like, all right. So we chopped it up, did the work, and it all worked out. So you mentioned that it felt short. Do you think that has to do with products, role timelines, like at a large company versus uh, studio timelines? I, I feel like studio timelines are much faster. I do a little bit of freelance stuff, and it's like, it's so quick. Maybe that's it. Maybe studio timeline is different. I just remember, let's see, Buffer was 45 days. It was 45 days. For what? Uh, at Buffer. You did a 45, 45 day, day like, interview process? Trial. Wow. It was a 45 day oh, trial? Shit. 45 days. Uh, I think that's not 45 work days. So I think it ended up being about six or seven weeks. Huh. Um, that felt pretty good because I found in product roles, it takes a little bit longer to get ramped six up or seven to weeks? actually demonstrate impact to ship something, right? Shipping something takes a little longer. I did a week remotely and then I did two weeks here in person. No, two weeks remotely and then one in person. I mean, it's obviously paid, right? Yeah. 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 That's still like a large really long time. Six or seven weeks is Six a or long seven weeks time. of saying like, hey, I'm going to not take other jobs yep. possibly yeah just still remain unemployed well mine was actually i was i had a full-time job during it yeah i mean i mean that's that's, <laughs> yeah, just, that's like the other thing you yeah. have people that like or is it just a full commitment like you have to be able to commit full-time for six or seven weeks seems like a huge uh, commitment towards yeah, some people i think the way it worked was the hiring process it was pretty hard to get to that point so the 45 days was like the last mile gut check kind of thing to see what it's actually like working with you. But we're pretty confident. Has anyone when, not like... We're pretty confident, but after let's the do it for seven days. weeks. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, you get so attached to like... How has anyone just... been like, ah, they were... That was a terrible six weeks. That too. Six weeks and they're like, nah, but let's hold on to them for the last week. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I mean, if, if things aren't working out, I think... I, I shouldn't even talk because I'm not there anymore. Uh, but I just remember that experience of having quite a substantially longer trial period. And I think I think even of how long it took me to get ramped up at, at Facebook, if they had... <laughs> the Facebook ramp up seems significantly larger. And yeah. Probably yeah. because it's a huge company. But if they'd put a week on that, holy shit. I just imagined this immense pressure. And I'm curious. If, so you felt a little bit, certainly, yeah. nervousness. Yeah. Did you have to do the same thing, Ben? Um. I think I kind of did, but it was uh, structured where it was, hey, do you want to just do some freelance work for us? Um, so it was like I was kind of under just the impression that it was like, oh, you're just doing a contract job. Uh, so I didn't feel I was just like, oh, I mean, I felt nervous that it's like, I hope I don't screw up this contract job or um, anything that, you know, like a normal kind of work day was. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm being I didn't realize you know um it's like oh i'm being interviewed or kind of vetted or anything like that it wasn't that which was, it was just client pressure yeah it was just client it was like a normal project pressure which again is like i think why kind of the system that uh Hallie has works so well it's just like seeing how someone performs under just normal work mm -hmm. um like all of those pressures um, where they're not doing weird things because it's like an interview and trying to kind of fake who they are or mm -hmm. stressing themselves out too much and actually doing like worse work because they're so stressed out or anything like that. So I think that worked really well where I was just kind of like, okay, I'm, you know, just like doing freelance work and it wasn't anything like beyond that. And then after it was like, oh, that, well, 
I could have maybe been a little bit more like, you know, buttoned up or something, but I think it's better that I wasn't because, you know, it's like I would slip back into norm, like how I normally. You saw the real work. Ben Minga. Yeah, the real. <laughs> so I think the lesson Heaven here forbid is. my employer see my true self. The, the I, true I think the self. lesson here is just lie to the people you're interviewing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's oh, an yeah. awful lesson, but and then keep that lie going for the years and years <laughs> that you work for them. Sometimes it's different, though. Um, sometimes it might be one week. Sometimes it might be two weeks. It depends on how much you're available. So that could be. Is different. there an cool. interview process at all outside of that? Yeah, but like, what are the questions in the interview? How does Wayno judge? Oh, I don't remember that. Judge those worthy. No, seriously. Oh, oh. I think I think a lot of it is just like someone will come in for a little while and i mean i i think that uh what you brought up is a valid point that like me if a week is enough or if that's too short i think it definitely is better than like a day of just like one-on-one interviews so it feels like just such a weird foreign kind of thing after kind of experiencing this but but i think i mean again it's like I kind of don't believe that like, unless you really just bomb an interview question, like is someone really like, they kind of answered that weird when it's like, they've been here for a week and it's like, they do like, you know, they do awesome work. It's like, who cares how you answer what your greatest weakness is? The more context you have a better person, the easier it is to let the small things sort of slide. Yeah. Like unless, yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, you're, you're, I don't think you're going to get, anything out of like an interview question that I wouldn't from just working on a real project with you for a week. Like that's going to be way more beneficial. What's your biggest strength? God, I was going to go the opposite. <laughs> What's your biggest weakness? Yeah. Just I'm should not, we do I'm it? Not answering Wait, that. y'all haven't had a formal shitty interview process. Let's ask bad interview questions. I'm I've sure gone through plenty of those. Yeah. Ugh. Not with Wayno. Gosh. What's your biggest week? Why, why are not you guys qualified you to? Not in the last year. Uh, no, seriously, what are you working on? What's your biggest, what's something you want to get better at? Squats. I'm trying to get better. <laughs> yes. Squats for sure. That is yeah, the show better. title. Hands down. Yes. <laughs> we, we squatted today. Together? Squats and deadlifts. Squats and deadlifts. When you say pairs together, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Each other. <laughs> they compete in Olympic pairs squats. Pairs squats. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to be better at, Ben? Squats, dude. Come on. Same thing. Yeah. Do you all do everything together? No, man. He's good at squats. Try I don't to. Know. You're crazy. Hmm. So tell me a little bit about then day to day. What's it like working at Wayno? Come on. On what day? Today. Fridays. Fridays. Oh, Friday's the best. It is the best. Yeah. That's when everyone comes to say hi to us. Fridays are Fridays are dope. Um, yeah, we just work, push pixels. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to describe it, especially when you can't talk about the project. I know it is. That's yeah. all I'm like. How you don't do want to talk about this? the projects. Want to know the process? Do you guys have PMs? Do you have no PMs. client managers? How much time no. are you spending doing work? Work? How much time are you in meetings? Do you have engineers in Iceland. In Iceland, how do you coordinate with engineers? These are the questions on Slack. Those are the questions. And video chats. <laughs> so I think what's like interesting about Wino, uh is that everyone operates pretty independently. It's almost like it's a pretty cool like dynamic where everyone's almost like a freelancer. Exactly. That. But you kind of have this like Im- immediate network and like just 
it's amazing like talent that you're, yeah, like a support group that's just like there and can help you on your projects. And like, sometimes you're, um, you have people that are on the same projects, but in terms of like a day to day, I think that allows for a lot of flexibility, um, where you are kind of coordinating a lot of things with the clients you're responsible for. Um, so you can kind of set the pace and set kind of your own day to day. Um, and everyone kind of does that like a little bit differently with their own flavors. Every, like nothing's too weird or crazier out there, but, uh, I think no PMs, like no, we try to manage all of our clients as directly as we can. So some of the time is, is meetings, um, just again, being able to communicate everything that we need to, uh, with the clients, but I think all of us like designing way more than meetings, and we try to. I would hope so. Yeah, Speak for yourself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think Al lives for those professional meter. Al Ingram. Yikes! I think we really all try to uh, kind of um, keep that as in check as we can, and not have wasteful meetings. Um, really make sure that we we do schedule something. It's productive and. We can maximize maximize time just making stuff. I think everyone has a pretty good like work life balance, which kind of forces you to say, you know, it's like okay, at seven o'clock, I'm going to do this thing that I have in my life, and I'm not, you know, going to just like let a client's meeting get out of hand that you know mm-hmm. pushes me to be like, well, shit, now I have to stay until nine to make this design happen and it's i think we have a little bit of flexibility of kind of being able to shape client relationships to be a lot more healthy well you mentioned that everyone it almost acted like a support group yeah how does that work in practice is that for critique is that when you all get burnt out on personal things like what what is that dynamic both all the above so a lot of times we have um right now we have two things we do we have a design daily um channel on slack or we just like post on post what we're working on every day. And then um Fridays we have our our uh meetings where we sh- where we explain the design more in detail and you know get feedback from other designers. Just like a more formal critique. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Really good stuff. With well, everyone? I think well, uh it is with everyone but uh not everyone necessarily has to present work. Uh, right. That might Got be it. a little bit. Right. It'd be like all day. How yeah. does a critique work? Because I feel like if you all are working so independently on your own projects, your own clients, is it hard to set context properly for what you're working on? How does that work? Um, I think that's why uh, the um, Design Daily channel on Slack kind of works because uh, we get to kind of see like, okay, I see where this is going. I see where where it started off. Um, and if you have questions, you can just, you know, like, hey, what's going on here? Like, you know. A lot of times we'll post something and someone else catches something like, hey, you should put more spacing on that. And we're like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's almost like a rapid fire kind of mini critique. Yeah. It's not necessarily like, hey, I'm posting this to like get feedback per se, but just kind of keeping everyone in the studio. Like so everyone has eyes on everything without being like super involved and diving deep into a project. Um, And then Fridays are more for. Um, like a more formalized kind of deep critique into something. And then obviously like throughout the day, there's going to be times where I just hit a wall with a project. And then that's where like the support group aspect is super awesome where it's like, I have like Hallie and Dan and like 
Linda and Anthony and so many people in the studio where it's like I can just be like, hey. And me. He didn't say me. Damn, and Al. Ben. And, and then I never bother asking hilarious photos of you. Damn, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like having everyone there just during your day to be able to rope in and get their feedback on what you're working on is super, super important. And I think that's like kind of um, freelance always seems kind of scary. And I hear a lot of people kind of comment who are like full-time freelancers. It's like that they don't have that support group and it's like, you can kind of design in a vacuum kind of. So I've been told mm-hmm. um, that is, seems like a kind of a common thing, but I, uh, working in a studio, just like eliminate eliminates that so quick where you just have all these resources to pull from which is really amazing do you work on teams together yeah they're usually um two persons yeah smaller teams Uh, like mm -hmm. two or threes maybe kind of the max i think anything more than that for the type of projects that we work on it's like kind of too many people uh too many voices too many cooks in the kitchen what's the cadence like how many projects are you balancing at one time how fast are you moving through clients everyone's different al's one a day just knock him out <laughs> i'm the best designated hitter. Al, <laughs> pixel pushing all day no um i don't know it depends like it depends like how much how much work we all have like as a group maybe how many i mean how many clients we have at a time and how much work they need done how soon they need it so but i think average maybe Around two? I think, yeah. Two at a time? Two sounds about right. Average. Uh, Sometimes it's three. I think it depends kind of on the person too. There's some people like more senior. I think they're just able to- That's true. Kind of balance things. I kind of like freak out on if like three come up, I'm like, I'm losing my mind. I can't, you know, like hold all these things in my head just because I'm a lot younger and a lot more inexperienced. But- I think that there's people um, on the team who can kind of take that load on a little bit more. And then there's like Hallie who has just everything. And I have no idea how he can like even think about anything. Does he manage all the projects pretty hands on? Yeah. For the amount of work that's going on and like how the team has kind of grown. I'm super impressed with how involved and hands on he still can be within each project, which is I think really impressive and, um, it's really nice to like always kind of um, make sure that he has that quality control over everything and that like nothing kind of like runs away too much in kind of one direction mm-hmm. um, I think gives like a really nice uh, kind of voice over the studio well so what I'm really curious about here is how you maintain that output by getting inspiration or what you're doing outside of the office to sort of keep that feeling sane and and manageable also even just coming up with ideas for how this how each client is going to be unique in its own way or or actually uh you're going to deliver something that that works for that particular project yeah i think um inspiration is interesting i think um trying to it's definitely a balance i think like even within tech of trying to put something out that's kind of new and different and like as a graphic designer that i feel happy and proud about and also just like making something that works and striking that balance is um really hard to kind of try to do both and try to uh keep kind of um 
an organic means of inspiration um, in a digital world is something that's not forced really hard. Yeah. It's like, it's not forced. It's not using like websites that inspire websites. I don't like that idea apps that like inspire apps, but it's, it's a hard thing because I mean, there's these paradigms on these platforms that like not using that you can't just like not use paradigms, but I still wanted to draw like Dan Petty's, um, has his vlog of um, like going to Barnes and Noble and like, you know, using um, magazines to inspire websites. And I think that kind of cross pollination of disciplines is something that's super interesting and something I want to pursue more of and try to be more organic in finding those like inspirations. So some of the common advice is to copy, 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 but a lot of people take it as like, I want to copy another app. I want to copy another website. And you're saying, find your sources outside of that yeah yeah i think is that the motivation or is that just a byproduct what do you mean so is it like that's what you're actually trying to say or is that just my understanding of it i guess no i think that's what i'm trying to say is like i think that it's interesting uh i think copying is something that everyone just kind of does but i think copying something from a different like discipline and then applying it to something else kind of recreates it in a more organic way than just like, oh, I saw a sick website. I'm going to make my website like that website sucks. It does suck. How about you, Al? How do you get inspired, man? Squats. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be deadlifts, actually. Oh. No. <laughs> uh. um, find different things. Like I'll look on the internet or I look in magazines or sometimes I'll just like have a weird dream and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> We, <laughs> we went to that magazine shop uh like yeah. two weeks ago. That was awesome. That was dope. About that came in handy with the recent pu- project. What'd you guys do before this? I don't know much of your guys' backstory. I know you were at Rally, Ben. Mm-hmm. Tell I, us I, the, I don't know what you did at all. Al. You don't want to know what I did. Tell man. us the Pixel Pusher bingo mingo stories. Dude, don't say bingo. <laughs> B-I-N-G. Come on. Incite some energy inside. And Mingo was his name oh. That's original. <laughs> oh my god! All right, <laughs> I'm owl. finding my inspiration outside of design, man. <laughs> nursery rhymes are the OG. Are the OG? The Alan Ben stories. Day one nursery. How rhymes. did this happen? It's magic. How, did you, how the hell did you end up sitting in our studio? Oh god, dude, I still don't know why you invited us here. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story? How did you all get here? Um, well, they told that story. Well, what did you, yeah, what did you I, before I, I that? got a that plane story. ticket. That's one what way, I San meant. Francisco. That's what I meant, dude. <laughs> uh, well, I was at a startup-ish job before this job, and I felt like when I when I start, I started off as an intern, and then it turned into a full-time position, and I felt like there was a lot of opportunity there for me to like make a good design impact on the company, but. Later on, I realized like design isn't priority there. Um, it was more of like let's add features, even though they don't work, <laughs> so we can make money off of it somehow. And I'm just like, this is never going to work out for me. So I started working harder on different projects and a lot of stuff. Like I didn't even post online, like the stuff that I showed Holly when I the interview mm-hmm. I lost it all <laughs> <laughs> seriously 
Well, it's not lost, but it's, it's not found. You'd have to go find it. <laughs> not, think, not lost, but not not, not found. found. Right. I think that's the definition of lost. No, well, not no, found. It's misplaced. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Digitally and, misplaced. Yeah. There you go. A lot of a lot of um, long nights pushing pixels. <laughs> 91 long nights. 91 long nights of pushing pixels. There you go. I like that story. I'm used to that. There you go. It's like 40, 40, 40. What? You don't even know 40, 40. Uh, Damn. 40, 40. 40, 40. 40, 40, 40 club ESPN on the screen? No. No? Isn't that Jay-Z's club? That was a great guess, though. 40. Yeah, that sounded good. Yeah, it was close. Are you a rapper? That's a club. It, yeah. That's not the club you're, that's not what you're referring to, though? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is going well. <laughs> so you got out of there. Yeah, I got out of there. And uh, I'm here now. So those uh, 91 days of pixel Went pushing well. paid off. That's my story. Real short. Real short. That's a real simple sweet. short story. Yeah, that's you not said we only had a few minutes. We have all the time in the world, man. Don't, don't truncate what's important to you. All right. Well, I ran down the... Forest with my sword and slave dragons. No, wow! Whoa! I like where your Whoa. head's at, Ingram. <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy gosh. shit! A whole new side of you. No I'm kidding. I don't know. That's like basically what happened. Did you leave the startup before Hallie reached out, or was that at the same time? Uh, well, when I came out for the first week trial, I was still working with that startup, mm-hmm. and. I took a week vacation <laughs> to come <Yep>. out. And, <laughs> PTO, and, right? And then I got the position at Winnow, and I was like, all right, I got to let these people know that I'm leaving. And I told them, like, I gave them a two-week notice, like, hey, guys, thank you for the opportunity. It was great, but I'm going to move on to better opportunity. And they were like, what? Fuck you. And they fired me. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> Not such a simple story. Yeah. It was crazy. Holy shit, was crazy. dude. Well, that, that just lets you know how like crazy that place was. Man. So I learned something interesting about you. Maybe <laughs> yesterday, today, something like that. Just now? You're not into side <laughs> projects. Ah, uh, I mean, okay. Personal side projects. If I just want to like, you know, experiment with like different pixel pushing. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> different styles and stuff 91 styles not yeah you know <laughs> a lot of times like like the lost files that aren't lost <laughs> the aren't found. misfit mock-ups yeah they um a lot of times i won't post them online or anything because i'm like damn man people are gonna be like this is shit da, 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 da. and then i show people like mingo he's like dude this is dope I'm like, oh, thanks, man. But I'm probably still not going to post it. That's just Mingo. <laughs> That's just, yeah, I wouldn't trust me. Damn it. Side, side projects are really hard, though, to um, follow through with. I'm definitely like one of those people that can't really execute one well. I think it was like Michael Beirut uh, was saying that he can't think of problems by himself, but clients coming to him for problems, it's like a gold mine. Um, and I definitely like find myself in that camp of a designer where people being like, Hey, here are uh, some limitations and a problem. I'm like, Oh, great. Like this is perfect. 
but just kind of giving me an empty slate of like, all right, think of something that isn't going well and then design it and then execute it is really hard. Um, and some people can do that really well and they have a lot of side projects going on and they actually follow through with them. And I think it's super impressive, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know if it's like, if it comes with more experience or if that's just like, I just don't see things in that similar manner. That's really interesting. I constantly hear from people that like, we're designers. We're supposed to see the holes in everything. We're supposed to be like super complaining and terrible, but oh, yeah, that's like I, the opposite of you guys. Why do you have to I don't know. Like that? Yeah. I stop hating. Yeah. That. When someone comes like gives you a problem, it's, it's like solving that is so much easier than like yeah. finding. I think finding a good problem is really hard. I mean, it is hard to find a good problem, but I feel like the successful side projects are when that happens. It's when a meaningful problem for an individual happens. And then you set constraints for yourself, right? Like, so for your your case, the constraint is what the client's asking in the time frame and budget they're giving you. Yeah. You just set that for yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not no. to <laughs> oversimplify how hard they are, but. Right. And that that's what I was kind of. That's what I forgot to say in the video. Like when it comes to people like asking me like, hey, can you do this for me? It's like, yeah, sure. I can I can do that because you're asking for something. But when it comes to something like constraints, right? Totally. When it comes to something like, hey, just redesign this because it sucks for fun. I'm just like, ah, oh, damn, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no goal here. Yeah. Well, some projects like if I, if I really, really hate it, then like. I'm like, fuck this, this sucks, and I'll fix it, and I'll post it online. But sometimes it's just like, I mean, it works, but it doesn't look nice, and I'm just like, I mean, does it really matter if I do this or not? I'm not going to post it. Does it really matter? Ben? Yeah. Backstory time? Backstory. Yeah. What were you doing before Wayno? Before Wayno, I was at Rally Interactive. Um, Before that, I was interning at... Uh, like a more traditional graphic design firm in Salt Lake before that, interning at a different one before that, college before that, high school, and so on. What was so before forth. that? Birth. <laughs> yes. Birth. It went birth, high birth, school, high internship, <laughs> rally, bueno. So clearly Anson Shaw chased you to bueno, right? Like, yeah. You of, had to leave course, because Anson was Because there. Anson, yeah. But wait, back to high school. Did you do anything cool in high school? Dude. What what oh! is this? This sounds like a story. You did something cool it's, in high school. This, this is not story. even a, like it's not even anything. Well, yeah, it is. Did I do anything cool in high school? You're being yeah. too humble, man. No. What'd you do in high school? I didn't do anything in high school. You already do anything? Like clubs? No. No. Student organizations? <sighs> no. Al knows something. Al doesn't is the thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Oh, uh, you guys, you guys, not throwing us a bone at all. Come on, Ben. Nothing. Nothing. What? All right. <laughs> all right. Well, then we are over time. On that cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> Next time we find out what Ben did in high school. He's a professional cliffhanger. <laughs> but until then, what do y'all want to plug? Way no happy hour. Way no happy hour. Fridays. Just both said it wrong. Friday. 6 p.m. We know. You ain't know. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Uno. All right. Uno. Y'all need to build a thing on the Wayno website where when you hover over the logo or click <laughs> it or something, it there's a little sound of Hallie saying the proper pronunciation. It's like, it's this pronounced Wayno. 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 That's a good idea. That was some solid product advice. <laughs> and we're out of time. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, guys. We'll see you on Friday at the Wayno Happy Hour. See you Friday. I won't be there. What? Just kidding, I will. Yes. Sweet. That was episode 128. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks to Ben and Al for coming and hanging out with us. They're so much fun. Fun guys. Let us know what you thought. We're on Twitter at designdetailsfm. Hit us up. Leave us feedback in our Slack team, spec.fm slash Slack. We're getting close to 5,000 people in there, which is pretty nuts. Uh, come say hi. And of course, if you enjoyed things, leave us a review on iTunes. We read them. We love the feedback. And every rating helps us move higher in the charts and helps new people, new designers find the show. So thank you to everyone that's done that. And if you haven't, an iTunes review means a lot. So thanks so much. Before we go, please check out our two sponsors that made this episode possible. First up, as always, Dropbox. Dropbox is the simplest way to work the way you want on any file, with any device, any kind of tool, any kind of app from wherever you are anyone you choose so you can just keep building cool stuff and we appreciate that very very much thank you once again to dropbox for sponsoring the show you can go check them out at dropbox.com and of course thank you to freshbooks if you are working with clients go to freshbooks.com slash design details tell them we sent you it is an amazing suite of tools that will make your life as a business owner freelancer designer better you're going to make more money with really powerful tools that will help you with cash flow invoicing time tracking, beautiful tools that will help you make more money. I can't recommend them enough. To learn more, go to freshbooks.com slash design details. Thanks again, FreshBooks. And we'll see you on Wednesday with Claudio Guglieri. I'll sell you my car. You don't want his car. <laughs> Probably don't want it, but I'll sell it to but you. But you'll sell it for a lot of money. $100,000. Dude, that sounds like such a hey, deal, Hey, it man. has a giant collection sticker on the back. I drive a Ferrari. A Ferrari Toyota Highlander. <laughs> it's beige. <laughs> it is not beige. It's silver, dude. It's champagne. It's silver. It is not champ. I would never own a champagne. You're selling this so well. Just wait till you see pictures, dude. When you <laughs> when you hear the engine roar, mm, the honk on it, it's actually really funny. The honk the is honk, like a... That's the, it's a, it's a nice 1.8 liter feature. inline four. Yeah, the, the honk literally sounds like a clown car. Like imagine in your head a cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon, and a clown like beeps his nose. That's the sound my car makes meep, when meep. you slam. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Nobody takes you seriously when that's the sound your car you makes. You should hear motorcycle horns. It's hilarious. It can be just like honking bike, just like, and it'll be like, meep, meep. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs>